Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Successful. You notice <laughs> the billboard played, and Trey is with us right from the beginning. That means we're on <laughs> a roll. Uh, yeah. We had a nice streak going, I think, until yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Then you yeah. just left us. Wow. Well, I... <laughs> what else to do? <laughs> what let me in? <laughs> it wasn't intentional, I assure you. Uh, uh, Trey, the we let off the program, which we don't often lead off the program with a basketball prospect visiting Arkansas, but this is a name that has been talked about, talked about, talked about. That is Anthony Black. He is expected to be on hand for tomorrow's game with Tennessee. Some mm-hmm. thought he might uh, be on hand for the Kentucky game. But um, maybe this is a good sign that not only will Anthony Black be on hand tomorrow, but then uh, back again for the Kentucky game and mm-hmm. uh, maybe actually put his name when it's time. When, when is the late signing period for basketball? Isn't it like the 1st of May, somewhere in there? It's April. Yeah, I think so. It, like April. I think it's in April, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I think so. Um and I, I can't remember the exact dates on it. I have to look it up. I just got done looking up all the dead period and stuff the other day when I was writing that uh, the article on Arkansas's um, where they stand in the three sports and where their recruiting classes are and everything. But uh, Black is the number 14th ranked prospect in the country. And this would be – he, he came on September 18th. Uh, if he comes back for Kentucky, you got to love those repeat visits. I mean, uh, I know that yesterday he was on with – Nick Smith on Instagram Live, um, you know, and you got to love the interaction. And I, I don't know that I would be ready to, like, put a crystal ball pick in for Arkansas or anything, um, but I don't hate where Arkansas stands either. There's some some obviously some, some big programs that are after him, but, uh, man, you add this guy to the mix with what they've already got and what they could have coming back next year, it gets really exciting to think about. Real quick update from the ballpark. Top half of the seventh inning, Illinois State has retaken the lead 3-2. to two. Mm. Zach Morris in for Cole Ramage. Uh, he inherits runners at first and second. Uh, there are two gone in the inning. And uh, hopefully, in fact, he did close them out. Uh, that is Zach Morris. By way of Cabot, closed you out. Watch, the, you watching uh, on SEC Plus? Yes. Because the radio broadcast left the air uh, during our break. I, I was listening to it. They were talking, and they were gone. So, Trey, it, it happens to the best of them. How's that? It does, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's 3-2 right now, and uh, they're about to head to the bottom of the seventh inning. But to finish up on Anthony Black, um, you know this question is going to be asked if he were to come on board would that be enough for Arkansas to overtake Duke as the number one class for 2022? 
I've already run the numbers, and they would actually come up just shy. So they would still remain number two. Duke's got a pretty nice lead. Must have. How many five stars do they have? Um. Well, I'm not Don't sure. They have exactly. like three for sure. I know that. I think they have three for sure. Three five stars for sure. They've basketball. got four five stars, one four star, and a three star. So they have 71.02 points as far as recruiting goes, ranking points. Uh, Arkansas and they have six commits. Arkansas has five commits, two five stars, three four stars, and they have 68.71 points. So and this would bring them up like almost to 70. So they'd still be a little over a point shy <laughs> of uh, of surpassing wow. them, but. Uh, it should put them in pretty firm ground uh, for second place because they are .09 points ahead of Alabama right now for second place. Ooh. Didn't realize Alabama was having that, that uh, yeah. quality of a class. Um, Rick had to make this front page news uh, to begin today's show. In fact, mm. he led with it, mm. and then he gloated. I heard it in his voice. Oh. I wouldn't gloat, Randy. Yeah, I would say you did. Uh, But that is the fact that uh, the college football playoff Mm -hmm. to remain at four teams until the 12-year contract expires after the 2025 season. As you read deep into this story, I'm beginning to believe, Trey, there may not be an expansion at all, even beyond 2025. But I, four, I, more I, years, four more yeah. years. Four more years. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to uh, assume that when they go back to vote again, it would be on expansion to be the same thing as it is now, where you have to have a unanimous vote. If that's the case, there's there's such division, you know, amongst because there's certain things like the Big Ten. They want the automatic qualifiers, and uh, if you're a conference champion, you're you're an automatic qualifier, and then some conferences say no, that's not right. Well, you want the you want the best teams in there, and uh, you might be, of course, you're talking Power Five. Well, is that fair then to say no to the Pac-12 to their conference champion? And that's why uh, mm-hmm. I think there's such division upon this. But here was like the other interesting years, part. Though that I thought, Trey, was was as interesting as anything, says by Tuesday remain at four teams for four more years, the 10 FBS conferences and Notre Dame have forfeited uh, potentially $450 million in potential revenue. From what? I mean, was that from expanded rights or uh, I guess that's, I don't really. I didn't really understand. Where maybe the more games. Million yeah, more, maybe from. more games. You got four more teams. You got um, so you got more games to televise. Maybe that's what TV was offering. But how's that split? That's a two-year deal, right? Because that's as soon as they could get it in. Was after the would be for 24 and 25. So it was for two years. And so I, I, I'm, I'm like you. I don't know where all that money was coming from. But how much? How much was the split? Who gets left out? I I don't know. Well, a lot can change in four years, as well, we've sure seen. I will. mean, there was yeah. there was a time where we couldn't get the top two teams in the country, and not just a time, but a, 
a lifetime (laughs) (laughs) where we couldn't get the top two teams in the country for sure to be on the same field at the same time. People were deciding uh, the national championship game playing opponents that weren't even in the mix for the national title. So um, a lot can change. And then, you know, even after that, and then, you know, with the, um, what was it, the beat, the BCS era, I guess, is what we. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a there was something else, something that was called the Bowl Alliance. There was the Bowl Alliance yeah, that came right. about, and it was just baby steps. It was like, I mean, baby steps of getting this all together. The role, could you get the Rose Bowl involved? You know, they wouldn't give up. You know what they had going on, and then you know a few years ago we moved on to the the college football playoff, and I mean, really, it's just it's a plus one game, and I, I'm not so sure this year that. Did there, did there even need to be a playoff? I mean, it seemed like there was two teams and then everybody else. At least that's how it played out in, in the playoffs. Um, but I, I think we'll get to a point where it is expanded, and I think it'll probably come in four years. I think everybody will get on the same page at some point here, and, um, and we will see an expanded playoff. I think it's probably Arkansas's best shot to get in there um, to have a chance to win a national championship. I mean, if you look at it, I think it's like 25 of the 32 slots have gone to Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, and Notre Dame, you know, and Ohio State. I think those are like the teams that are always, always in there. So we got to have a little more parity in college football. And, and it, it'll make – it'll still keep the regular season whenever it does happen because I think it will. It'll keep the regular season still very important. But um, maybe it'll put a little bit of an end to – so many opt-outs and things like that, and you know, because you do have more teams with more high-profile players playing in those bowl games. What's really going to be interesting, and this is kind of a was one of the objections to uh, also by the Big Ten, and that was they wanted to wait and see how the NIL impacted their programs, and it makes you wonder how much of the power will shift, if it will shift at all, uh, with teams being able to offer these incoming freshmen, apparently these ridiculous packages, uh, 25 to $30 being spent on a given class. And that is pretty much now, I don't know if if you read that story the other day, uh, Trey on the Athletic, they are saying at minimum $15 million dollars. If you want to play the game, is the way uh, this collective was was stating down in Florida, no Tennessee in Tennessee, that it's going to take you anywhere from fifteen to twenty-five million just to play the game. That's how they that's how they termed it, play the game. In terms of bringing in a recruiting class, yeah, NILs right. necessary. Well, Jimbo strongly denied that that was how right. they put their recruiting class together. Right, um, right, but. At the same time, there's plenty of people out there that are probably like, you know, they heard that and they're like, hey, we got to put something together, you know, and it'll just steamroll. I mean, it's not what NIL was intended to be, um, but I don't know how you, I don't know how you stop it. So, so what you're saying it to be the same old, same old, it'd be. And ultimately, it's just buying players. The, pardon me. We're, we're, it's just it's just buying players. Yeah, I mean, if you use it in recruiting, that's that's all you're doing. It's it's not. I want to go to Arkansas because it's beautiful, because they've got these great facilities. I love the coaches. It's I want to go to Arkansas because they're going to give me a million dollars to do it. 
Nah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, we're not. I don't either. I agree. We, we keep we keep trying to go more towards. Yeah. It. Is this what we really want? I mean, I I, I like NFL football. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all right. I love college football. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I don't want it to turn into the NFL. I agree. No, and and that's why uh, the classes need to be limited to no more than 32 counting your transfer portal because that would only be you'd have only have to raise 32 million dollars. So if you were raising more, I mean, if you had more than 32 players you could bring on, then your overhead continues to increase. Isn't that kind of the way you look at it? And no, I mean, had 25 it's, incoming players. It took them 25 million to get them. Yeah, it's not that you know places can't swing that kind of money. You know, that's not what it's about. It's just about the idea of buying a recruiting class. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, seems to be the trend. Uh, I mean, why, way, why would like why would why would a hot shot recruit quarterback? you know, deserve $500,000 or something like that. I mean, Cam Newton's going right, I guess, inflation now. It was 250000 under the table. Hmm. But why would a hotshot quarterback recruit who hasn't done anything in college deserve $500,000 or something um, when K.J. Jefferson's not really getting much of anything? He's the guy that deserves it. Yeah. Well, and the question is, you put guys out there and they do NILs and you, you sponsor them. We know there are Razorbacks that are on the air, uh, a couple of whom, well, look at Jalen Catalan. They get signed before the season started. I'm not saying it's a negative. He gets hurt and misses half the season. So is his value to the advertiser what it was before the season started? Uh, and that's that's not the issue. They're, they're going to pay him, but he's still doing the commercials and does well, and hopefully he comes back and has a great year. But that's that's the risk to the person that's paying the NIL is what if your guy turns out not to have such a good year? Does that benefit yeah. your business? Well, right now I think it's I think it's the way people kind of look at it is, you know, this is a way to support the program, you know, support. Um, hey, this is this is what players who come to Arkansas get. Uh, and not necessarily – I mean, it can't be – it can't be based on, in most cases, like this guy, if I if I give this guy money, then, you know, I'm going to see a huge return on my investment. I just don't – I don't see that that's what's happening out there. And I mean – That's the difference between that and the pros then, because the only, only the really good pro athletes are on commercials. you got to be good to get a commercial. Right. And I would say, yeah, and I, I don't think that's what this is. I think it's more of a – and I would say to people, you know, listening out there who maybe don't have the means to, you know, do an NIL or don't have their own business or their own charity or something, um, is probably to, if you want to support, to do business with the people that are, you know, that are yeah, that are doing NIL right. deals with athletes. Yeah, that's a good point. Very and good let them know right. that's why you're doing it. Right. Time to check the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Have you tried banking with Cube? Cutting edge technology. Classic customer service. Only at First Arkansas Bank and Trust. I'm not sure what this means by Drew and Little Rock, but he first said, is this drive time westerns? I didn't know we were talking about westerns. Um, But then he went on to say, all they have to do is 
have a cap on the money they make a year and enforce it and audit the kids? Well, then we turn we go into yeah. a different route. Yeah, then we, right. that changes a lot. Right. That feels more like an employee or something like that. Well, that's what some of them want to be. But uh, you know, as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, when that thought even came out in this lawsuit in California, if they become employees instead of students, then there's a whole bunch of sports that are going to go by the by. Yeah, and I mean. As hard as the government tries to cap my earnings, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't want anybody to tell me right. this is my. This is the max that I'm exactly. allowed to earn. That's right. You can't say you're for a free market and, and also say that. Uh, let's see. This from the 501. Do you know if in college baseball, if a player can get ejected for taunting or having a chubby? I'm not sure what that. Is during the game. Oh, no. Yeah, let's just move on. Okay. I, I don't know that one either. Um, let's see. If you had to choose which one of the following are more exciting about seeing this past or this weekend, Hogs basketball against Tennessee, the return of the Tennessee, the return of the Diamond Hogs, Daytona 500, the NBA All-Star Weekend. As for me, I feel the need for speed, which I'm assuming that is the <laughs> Daytona 500. Hey, Arkansas, Tennessee, no matter what happens this weekend with baseball, they got 50 more games. This game with Tennessee is one of the biggest Arkansas has played in a long time. Wow. It is. If I'd have said that, Trey, he would have argued with me. Hey, Tennessee is really, really good. Uh, yeah. Arkansas is really, really good. The Razorbacks have won, what, 9 out of, or nine out of 10. And uh, Tennessee's hot, too. Just beat Kentucky. So uh, this is a really big game, and they play twice in the yeah. last two weeks of the season. But it's bigger than the baseball a series. You don't have a color theme and a, and a switch to a road uniform for a home game <laughs> unless right. you're playing somebody notable. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't do that against uh, Mississippi State or anybody. And Mississippi State's good, but they didn't do it against them, no. Yeah, that was a fun environment, though. Uh, yes. It wasn't anything like Auburn. No. This weekend will be live. I mean, it'll be nice too. It'll be, yeah. People want to keep that momentum going. Oh, and three o'clock's a great time for a great a time. Game, really. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Rick, where do they put the folks to make that to where it exceeds? It's 20, over twenty thousand. I have no idea. Maybe, maybe somebody convinced them. And, hey, you're supposed to count everybody in the building. That's what they used to do, but I don't know if they do that anymore. And Trey, you may know this because it was nineteen thousand two hundred, but that section that is now the media used to be student seats so you've you've taken some people out so i wonder if the capacity was actually decreased when they do that i, I don't know the well they also that. didn't have the gucci row seats yeah but that's pretty select and, and they've that many of them well they've also doubled them you know there's a second yeah, row now there used to be true. a second row either isn't that amazing but i mean that's that's probably more than made up for i mean how many media are there probably 25? so yeah you're probably right Good point, but I, I don't know who else they've counted, because they they've got a, they've got a, they certainly have an accurate count of tickets sold, so I don't know. Yeah, well, twenty thousand in attendance looks better than nineteen. <laughs> Just sure it does, yeah. Um, so I would try to count everybody, concessions, <laughs> police. Hey, the players are ushers, supposed to be counted. That's right. Players, everybody, staffers, everybody in the building. That's right. Yeah. 
So Trey had it's, it's, a, it's an attendance number, not a ticket sold number. That's right. Attendance. Exactly. Okay, when you're when you're talking about the extra capacity, sometimes that comes from standing room only. Is there any standing room only there at Bud Walton? I don't think so. I don't so. believe so. No. They're still in standing room at Bob Walker Stadium, but I don't think there's any in the basketball arena. Okay. I'm just asking. I'm just trying to figure out where, because it wasn't it close to 500-plus uh, that set the new record, or was it more than that? No, the, no. You mean the new record was just a few o- over the old record. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Back in the days when they had liberal accounting sports information staff, the crowds were always over 20,000. Because <laughs> we counted everybody in the building. And if there were empty seats, you counted them too. All right, Trey, have a great weekend. We'll talk with you on Monday. That's Trey Biddy. Hogsports.com. Oh, nope, we will not talk with you on Monday. We'll talk with you President's on Tuesday. Day. Yeah, President's Day on Monday.